December 1st, 2019. This is going to be Food Magic Podcast 2. And I have with me today Take No Gnosis. Take No Gnosis, how about you introduce yourself? Yes, hello everybody. I uh, I am indeed from Birmingham, the UK. And I've been looking forward to this podcast uh, since Hilly uh, decided to shout out that he wanted to do it. So this is, uh, this is uh, great. As, a, as we were talking in the pre-call, Hilary, this ties in with some of my own work and research, and uh, I'd uh, certainly like to share some of that with you here today. So that would be brilliant. That sounds fantastic. I'm uh, coming from Northfield, Minnesota in the United States, kind of the, the frozen tundra at this time. Got a bunch of snow over the weekend. I'd really like to improve my my life and my health by focusing on my diet and uh, my well-being having a greater focus on that recently it's probably been a few years since i really took it seriously just had a lot of you know changes in my life and fell out of habits that i want to start getting back into and i feel like discussing this over a podcast format is going to motivate me to to start getting serious about about improving my health. Yeah, and really happy uh, taking 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 the time to join me. This will be my first podcast where um, I have a guest, and yeah, and I think it's a really fitting way to continue the the beginning of this podcast series by just touching on you know, what food is. And um, I think the fasting, the dichotomy of fasting versus digestion, and uh, really, you know, getting our frameworks for out there for. So I was going to start off by introducing this, this framework of a food and how our bodies work and kind of where where I'm coming from and and how I understand it. I I take a lot of my understanding from Dr. Morse's work. Um he's on YouTube, but also has published a book and runs a seemingly successful operation out of Florida where he uh, has a clinic but then also sells herbal supplements online as well. I, I, I'll give my little story real quick. Um, me and my partner back in 2015 started getting interested in our own health. And I had a quick correspondence with, uh, I forget his first, Ken Adachi over at educateyourself.org or educate dash. had a little correspondence over email with him back in 2014, asked him his thoughts on distilled water and urine therapy so i had recently uh, been told to listen to a podcast on on distilled water kind of blew me away i had had been focused on drinking clean water since from probably since 2011 i was really focused on clean water and clean water sources i did my political science research paper on water fluoridation. So listening to this call, uh, this podcast on distilled water really piqued my interest and asked Ken what he thought about it. And he brought to my attention Dr. Morse and the science, uh, quote unquote, of iridology and looking at your iris to to see what's what's wrong with your body and have so the whole theory is the iris will make shapes and patterns and colors corresponding to the health and state of your body. So you can kind of overlay a map over an iris and be able to see, oh, you have weak adrenals or you have inflammation in your stomach or whatnot um, from that. So that really got me down the rabbit hole. 
Dr. Morse uh, preaches this framework of the lymphatic system being really the main the main system that gets people sick. So if the blood is the intake, the fuel source, we eat food and breathe, and those nutrients go into our blood and feed our cells, the lymphatic system is the exhaust and the elimination. And when our when we're not eliminating and our lymphatic system is stagnant, that's when disease develops and it's really just you know microorganisms consuming this stagnant lymph and so it's all just stagnant lymph and location if you have joints in your hands you're starting you know like i do kind of beginning stages of arthritis the way to understand that is my kidneys aren't filtering out lymph fast enough fast enough so the lymph is is stagnating in my in my extremities and isn't draining and that is causing the inflammation the physical lymph being stagnant in there and that's causing the inflammation so if I have kidneys to start filtering the the lymph will start to drain his his whole thing is that he thinks that the human species resembles primates and the digestive system, the biology of primates is very similar to the digestion and, and bodily process of humans. So if, if we wanna model our diets and off of what we can see in nature, we wanna kind of mimic what, what primates do. Um, because let's face it, a primate living in the wild is going to be much uh, healthier than a human living in a modern day society. So, yeah, I think I think uh, if you're not familiar uh, with this sort of framework, I, I want to direct your attention to you know, Dr. Morse's work, but it's not just him. It, it really started with Arnold Errett and uh, people have been following his work since then. And I believe the term for that kind of study is, is natural hygiene. And this kind of gets away from our, our framework of nutrients and calories being the focal point of what we're getting from our food and really focused on the electricity and the energy that's coming from our food. So if you remember back in school science class, you might've done an experiment where you can get some voltage from a potato. You connect you know, a positive and negative terminal to a potato and are able to, to power a light bulb. You can get you know, a voltage from different raw foods. And um, to get, you know, the most amount of energy, we want to be eating the most amount of electric food. So our fruits, you know, especially our citrus is really our most electric foods if you're measuring the voltage coming coming right out of out of the raw foods. Uh, digestion, assimilation, and elimination. So the amount of energy it takes to digest uh, something is critical here. It's going to be the most easily digested uh, and the most easily assimilated and the most easily eliminated from our systems. They have uh, the least amount of waste. They're, they're pretty much pure energy. And this really might trigger some people into thinking, oh, getting getting afraid of sugar, for instance, from these fruits. And this framework is is completely outside of the uh, sugar being bad type of framework, and that's because it's very very different. And I would almost say they're they're not even the same at all you know then there might be some use in in thinking that these things are similar 
as far as the sweetness and how they taste, but their effect on our body, I think, is is completely different. And, you know, there's nothing more obvious than just trying this for yourself. Try to have a meal of cookies or ice cream, eat six ripe bananas or eat a, a whole cantaloupe. And you'll it's it's plainly obvious that the sugar inside of these fruits is way different than the sugar inside of our inside of our cookies. So yeah, it's it's really a whole different sort of framework. And we didn't really I didn't really just touch on on fasting, but fasting just really ties in in super well to this. And um if we're if we're gonna heal our our diseases, we really have to eliminate the toxins that have been building up in our bodies over our lifetimes before our bodies can rebuild and repair regenerate so it's really this fasting and detoxifying and through fruit diets or raw food diets to eliminate toxins and waste from the body and then to to rebuild um those tissues through proper proper intake but you can't digest and intake properly with a um a d- diminished uh digestive system so if your digestive system isn't working well you're not going to be able to digest and rebuild properly so it might be uh useful for somebody building muscle to eat some concentrated protein uh like some animal protein but um that's only if the person is healthy and digesting properly and the only way to get your body to digest properly is by detoxing and uh, cleaning up your body. And the only way to really do that is is through fasting. And and when I say fasting, it's really just dieting, but um, fasting as in uh, simplifying. So it really is a spectrum. So we can we can go from our, you know, standard American diet into a um, mostly raw diet, into a fully raw diet, into a a fruit diet, into a mono fruit diet, and into water fasting. So it's really that that spectrum going towards the water fasting and mono fruit diets is how you can eliminate these toxins from your body before you start going back to eating cooked foods or things like that in the raw food mono fruit world if that makes sense so hopefully that was clear kind of long-winded but did did that make sense to you take notices it makes absolute sense, and I and I have to say, you're everything. I I actually agree with every single thing that you that you gave in that um, presentation of your framework, and it ties in completely with my own thoughts. Um, the the one thing I would say is that you know people take a lot of stock in what you know, other people say, as in, you know, you say you, you went to this YouTube channel and this person and some of them give you gave gave you good information, others gave you bad information that didn't make sense. But but for me, the proof is in the pudding. It's when you actually try these things for yourself that uh, obviously you can confirm it. It's um, It's a strange world we live in. And a lot of the information that we get, um, we're just not given the the correct information. Whether that's on purpose or not is debatable and probably a chat for another day and maybe another server. But so what, what you were saying about the the blood system and obviously one of the things that we're told about, you know, we're educated about at school 
and what they make uh, or big light of is uh, they say that, uh, that blood transports oxygen around the body it oxy and um, anybody who's come across my work will know my thoughts on oxygen and that it is <laughs> actually a hoax or actually it's actually a processed gas it's not a natural gas but um, again we don't need to touch on that here but what I do would like to say is when when you went into the um, the electric part of the food Hilary that for me is absolutely key to understanding your own diet and your own dietary requirements and you also touched on the fact that um, people have a synergy with uh, primates so say with a gorilla um, really what how, how a gorilla eats uh, a gorilla eats very all raw vegetation and occasion occasionally will take some meat um, to supplement that to, to to build up its um, protein store maybe um, and that's kind of important you know th this gorilla knows exactly what is what he's supposed to be eating and people have been totally hoodwinked into into what they're supposed to be eating it just it really is a, a complete farce out there and all these crazy diets that that go round just you know at the end of the day it all comes back to square one and square one is you're trying these things for yourself and you, and you start to understand what's good for you and what seems to work for you and for me fasting you, again you touched on fasting being more about it's not so much about just going without food altogether what it is 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 if you have a general diet so you're eating generally and anything and everything normally um there's points in your life or times in your life it, it's really good for you to maybe concentrate on the raw on raw food on on raw vegetation as it were so on salads and on fruit in particular which i think is very very important for your nutrition um yeah it's uh, this is a massive subject but one thing i would like to ask and and just like to touch on hillies do do you know what your blood type is do you actually know no no i don't i have i have no idea what my blood type is and uh i've really only thought about it when you've you've brought it up and its importance okay well this this for me is one of the most critical super critical things that any person can know and, I, and i'm i'm not inferring that you need to know necessarily that you're you know you're the group as in um you know positive o positive a b or whatever the important part is whether you have negative blood or positive blood and even them terms being negative and positive blood for me are the wrong way around now this is <laughs> this is a, this is a, again this is this is the core of of what I've been digging into for so many years to find out what's really what's really going on here in this place and and what are we? So I I have no compunction in saying that um, when you look at people, when you have a and you look at the different races, um, yeah, there are some physical differences in in races, as in colour and in brain capacity and all sorts of things between the races which um our friend on at uh, johnlebon.com touches on quite a bit actually but the main difference in in people that are walking around in this place is that difference of some have got or a small proportion so if you believe the figures they say up to about 10 percent of the population has negative blood and the rest has positive blood and what i found out over the years i really wanted to know what is the difference what is the difference between negative and positive blood and what effect does that have on people and obviously what they what they the official science behind it is essentially that the bloods you call it a blood cell but the, the blood is as a, as a coating on it if you have positive blood 
and if you if you have negative blood it doesn't have this coating and what does that mean well what that means is is that it's like the positive the, the positive marker what that does is it it puts a lock on the ph value of your blood so you, your blood is generally people's blood is around the 7.4 ph and there's a big there's a big thing or there used to be a big thing i don't know you heard about this alkaline diet and it's kind of been poo it's kind of been poo-pooed so obviously you you know it's it's the alkaline diet is all about eating um what you're talking about here about eating fruits nuts cert certain vegetables that are you know obviously very good for you but what that does to your blood is that it that it can turn your blood uh, essentially acidic it turns your blood more acidic and we were told in the mainstream science that to have a ph factor in your blood that is um you know if it's low ph or too high ph it's bad for you well from my work and what I, what I can gather certainly if you've got negative blood then you should be aiming to to really keep your blood as acidic as you can because uh, the, uh, the to have an acidic blood what that means is it when you when so referring to your little potato with the electrodes in and you're getting the electric out of it when you've got more acidic blood um, electric is more freely conductive through your blood system and that is critical to the health and regeneration of your body and uh, what what's um i mean what i'm going to say here is it might sound a bit crazy to a lot of people but i i am strongly of the opinion that the positive blood groups which are the main you know 90 percent of the people on on earth have positive blood groups and i think that was introduced into the human or in, into the population as on purpose there's a reason there was a reason behind that i think it was introduced on purpose and the reason why there are so fewer negative people was before um god we're only talking what 20 20 odd years or something like this when when the uh the shot was introduced with for negative females when they give birth to uh to be able to have uh, a positive baby without dying themselves or killing their babies and, and what have you um before that um essentially when the positive when when positive and negative met um a lot of the negative population was basically dying off because of the, the unnatural synergy between the, the two it's a it's a big big area so what i'm driving at here is is it's very important to have this electrical flow within your body and yeah I, I don't know if you want to ask me any questions or touch on this a little bit hilly before i keep rambling on for the next two hours <laughs> so first of all you're saying that 30 years ago when negative blood females would give birth to a plot positive uh, baby that the females wouldn't have any problems and now they are having problems no 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 it's the, it's the other way around really prior to the last 30 20 30 or so years or when it, whenever the the shot was introduced so what what we're finding now obviously is is that with the shot the you know we're not having this happen where the females are having the babies and they're dying essentially not allowing them to have another baby because prior to this shot many women would would actually die giving birth to a positive baby if they had negative blood oh so you see what i'm I saying see, I see what yeah saying. so so going going back in time no, no matter you know however long the human race has been in existence yeah this having the two bloodlines together what's happened it was a natural thing because of the the danger to the negative negative female of having a positive baby it was literally a, a death sentence to them they would just they'd either be very 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 ill or they would just die they, they would not have another baby 
Why do you think that is? Um, it's it's what it is 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 the female's body is rejecting the positive baby. It sees it as an enemy. That that's it's plain and simple. That's it is unnatural to the negative woman's body to have a positive blooded baby in it. So so what this shot wouldn't, wouldn't you think that they would uh, miscarriage if their body was you know rejecting why would they they themselves die? It, yeah, it, it's um it kind of trigger it's actually given a label as a disease, isn't it? But it, essentially what happens from the moment well, after conception and the baby starts to grow, then the body is starting the, the body is starting to reject that baby. But obviously the you know the baby is still in enclosed, encased, and literally part of the mother, isn't it? So what happens is 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 the it's kind of like a reverse effect on the mother themselves. So they you know, not only is it dangerous to the baby, it's dangerous to the mother. It's all like a build-up. It's like a big fight and a big rejection. And what you're saying about um, miscarriage, I wouldn't be surprised that that might play a big role in, in miscarriage as well in general, which would be an interesting thing to actually look into. And it's not something I have I have actually looked at on at any studies on that. And that would be a, a bit of a fascinating topic. But from what from what I understand, anyway, and bringing it back to the the dietary requirements, as I say, I, it's it's hard for me. Obviously, for all my experience, I, I'm a negative. I have negative blood. I, I, I know I have negative blood. I, that is clearly obvious to me. My my own mother was negative. She she had my my two younger brothers, which were twins. Um, she. Um, basically became very ill and one of the twins these weren't identical twins they were split egg twins so one of my brothers was negative and the other one was positive and my mother this is before the shot and my, my mother did almost die we nearly lost my mother for giving birth to a one of my one brother and so this is this was a very real a very real thing and it's obviously quite close to my, to my heart uh, with what's gone on. And also my brother's my positive brother because my mother actually resented him, um, at least unconsciously, f for the rest of her life. Uh, un unbelievable, really. But again, this is, this is getting, a, getting away a bit from the food thing. So th this, this thing with the electric in fruit, um, this all ties in with with my work and obviously you know what i've said and and say is what electric it actually is but again maybe for this podcast it's not necessary to understand it as like an energy that is in your body and actually you know plays a massive role in your health and in the way your your body um, regenerates is mightily important so as you can imagine that you know the the more fruit and vegetable type diet you're eating the the more you're going to take your body to this acidic type and it's not your whole body being acidic but it's the key is your blood being more acidic and as i said the positive blood has this marker on it and what what this is doing is actually it kind of regulates the blood it stops the blood from getting any more um acidic and what what's it what it's actually doing is is it's it's actually put a block on the conductivity of electric through your blood so, blood system. How how crazy is that? And there's actually studies being done on this, and I actually have um, a few pages I can link to if you want them to go along with your podcast to to show to show that this is an actual thing. So yeah. it's it's absolutely uh, mental stuff. Yeah, of course. And it's funny you mentioned the the magnetics and that has to do with the pH. Um, because I mean, I for one don't think that the medical community or you know the raw food community really have you know this all figured out. Acidic things like lemons they can have an alkalizing effect on the body how much i don't i don't know 
what happens to my blood after I eat a lemon, it would probably be different uh, depending on the state of my digestive system and in a lot of a lot of different things. But one quote I, I wrote down after listening to that uh, Dr. Morris fasting compilation that I posted is that he says something about feeling a huge magnetic difference in when you go from a standard American diet to a, a highly raw diet. You he uses this this word magnetic, and it's 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 a great term to to understand. You know how you how you're going to feel once you start consuming these these raw fruits and vegetables anymore if you even get close to 50% you will notice this magnetic difference you you feel in your body i think this is a, a good point a good time to kind of talk about a, what detox and eliminate toxins from your body detoxification symptoms so for me and myself when i transitioned into a a fully raw diet and did you know a week juice fasting and a few days water fasting a few years ago i was told that you know i was going to experience locked up toxins over our our life so we're consuming toxins through our water and uh, food if your body isn't eliminating properly these toxins are are going to get stored up in your body and surrounded by fat for instance so they aren't interacting with the toxins kind of become inert your body surrounds them so they're not but once you start fasting lessening the load on your digestive system your body is going to start to unpack these toxins and they're going to start getting stirred up and you're you're going to uh, see these toxic symptoms so before i started transitioning when i started detoxing these symptoms came out immediately and that's exactly what i was i was told was going to happen and i was definitely more tired i felt fatigued and you know, this is explained because my lymphatic system has been compromised my whole life, maybe even when I was born. So stimulants, either caffeine or meat, things will stimulate the body, provide some external stimulation. You know, I'm eating the most electric, I was eating the most electric types of foods. My body wasn't a symptom. And what's supposed to happen is if once you do some deep cleaning and are you know detoxing maybe for months depending on the person and how toxic they are you need to some people need to detox for a year or or two years before they really get all of these toxins out and and then their glands will start to have the willpower to um, keep self discipline yeah, so if if anybody starts down, you know, a raw diet, and you got to understand that your body is compromised, and it's not the diet that's that's causing the fatigue. It's the toxins that are present in your body due to your your life of of eating and consuming these toxins without without proper elimination. Because if our body is properly eliminating, we should be able to take in toxins through our air, water, and food, and our bodies should be able to eliminate those. Or they, they come to the surface when we get sick. It's our bodies pushing these toxins out. They go to our lymph nodes, right? And our lymph nodes will get swollen and infected with bacteria. But those bacteria are really not, they're not our, they're there to clean up the the stagnant lymph. It seems obvious to me that our whole idea of of germs and bacteria and viruses if they exist, those microorganisms, 
are nature's cyclers. They eat dead, uh, decaying material. They eat what do you uh, think about uh, TNG detoxifying and uh, detox symptoms and the cold and flu? Again, again, Hilly, I'm totally in agreement with you. And, and again, it, it, it cuts across my own experience. So up to last year, uh, I was for four year, around four years prior to that, I became totally vegetarian. But within that vegetarian framework, um, most of the time I was only eating raw, raw salads and fruits, um, not so much cooked food at all. And that took me took me to a time, I think, where my body had started reaching had got to a point where it, it it totally got used to this diet and seemed to be functioning a lot more you know correctly as it were as it as it were i was and i totally um agree on the expulsion of toxins and things like this the only thing i would say is um distilled water for sure it plays a, a big role um on stripping some of these toxins promote your body so as it goes goes through you know the as the water goes through your body it will it will take out heavy metals and and all sorts but i'd also offer a word of warning that you shouldn't just drink distilled water even if you're on a on a on a water um fast as it were if, you, if you're actually getting to the point where you're just fasting on water then i wouldn't i would not recommend just drinking distilled water i would use uh, maybe you know use a, a take a bottle of distilled water in a day but then only and and top that up with uh, mineral water because at the end of the day i think you can you, you you may start stripping stuff out of your body that you don't you know that that is still necessary you, you're not just you can't by using distilled water you can't just target um the things that are bad you know the minerals and whatever that are bad for you, you you're basically stripping everything out. So, and I think the 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 key here is the is the balance with your diet in the end. So once you've rebalanced your, your whole body, uh, your body does the toxin elimination itself. So uh, like we touched on earlier, you know I I think that the whole you know the, the natural diet for a person really would be around this eighty percent um raw vegetables and salads and and things like this as opposed to 20 percent uh maybe meat or cooked food so any any kind of cooked food and again we've got to remember that any 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 kind of cooking to or you know heat application to any kind of food is destroying a lot of the nutritional content of the food anyway you, you're taking away you know there's there's <laughs> there's not going to be much uh, electricity left in there mate <laughs> after that <laughs> so yeah that's a, that's a that's a perfect a great point you know because <clears throat> some things are are very difficult for the human body in the roster and might be easier to digest in in their cooked state but as far as the electricity goes it's going to diminish that makes it it palatable and digestible um something does happen there you know the electricity standpoint you know it's going to be highly electric eating a raw carrot it you're going to get you would get more i think you would get more electrical energy just like pure raw energy from a juiced carrot than a raw carrot just because of the the nature of of that food being in a highly fibrous form locked up with with a bunch of fiber but you know like a lemon if you're going to juice a lemon or eat a lemon i would i would see the the electricity being the same it's just you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna cook that lemon, it's the the electrical nature of that is is gonna be diminished greatly. And the, I mean, that's why if people that get into into juice fasting, fresh juices, these 
pasteurized uh, juices, even the fancy ones in glass bottles, it's not going to be nearly as energetic as a, a fresh pasteurized uh, juice is going to be. But with with saying that, I have experienced um, crazy uh, detoxifying effects from drinking pasteurized Concord grape juice. And if you've ever juiced seeded grapes before, it's a, it's a magical thing. Seeded Concord grapes, freshly juiced, is one of the most magical things you could ever drink. You, it is so energetic just drinking it. And the elimination is, uh, is just absurd. People say when you really start digging deep is that you'll start eliminating black tar and you'll see this this black elimination you know in the toilet but even i i see that when i even drink you know welch's pasteurized concord grape juice if i have you know the effects are are uh, there you know even though this is this is a pasteurized so they're yeah, I just thought, I just think that's interesting. There's something something with that, and uh, especially especially with the, the if you can't get you know the seeded seeded grapes, even the uh, the unseeded seedless grapes, you know from the store. If you ever if you ever want to just try this out, I've done some some grape juice for a day in in any of its and uh, the the effect is is absolutely absolutely magical um and uh it's it's, it's i'm really happy you brought up distilled water i, I know i brought uh, this I'm interviewed by vinnie eastwood yeah he was he interviewed andrew norton weber and uh i think in that in that interview he brought up just the idea that we're able to to get minerals from mineral water is kind of silly. And on the surface, I think I think he's on to something there. Why would we why would we think that we can digest rocks? Right? So these are like mineral water is just minerals in our body. Thinking that we can drink some mineral water or take a a, a mineral vitamin like a pill. Like a, it's literally a rock, and so for us to think that we're getting anything from that rock is is pretty silly. There's things that we can absorb, but I would say you know to think that we're gonna get calcium or things like that from our water is there's something we can absorb like sulfur or, or something like that. But I'm super skeptical of of that and i think the analogy of of taking a uh a mineral supplement you know these these calcium rocks is just just absurd what say you well hilly that that just plays into some more of my work doesn't it and stuff that you know articles that i've put forward on johnnabond.com about um calcium and and essentially this whole thing with minerals and you know taking vitamins and things like this it just plays into the food the the processed food industry and the the whole thing with them putting in extenders and fillers to make their products cheaper and it, it's all just a, a big cover story i, I for, don't for one minute believe that it is necessary for the human body to to process um metals or or anything else to be honest i think i just think it is one big hoax so uh the thing where i was getting up with the with the distilled water is the fact that the so so when you're drinking a mineral water um you know yes there are things in that water in you know that are dissolved and are in suspension in 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 a very small you know nanoparticulate size and things like this but when when you're drinking that essentially what anything that's in that water will pass through you and and you, you're just going to 
you know, as long as your system's working correctly, your system will eject everything. But the thing is with taking um, distilled water or even deionized water, the fact is, is it is pure. It's absolutely pure. And just by its very nature, it, it will, will strip things from, you know, strip things from your body, whether that be minerals, metals, nutrients, anything. So, you know, it's only a case of, yeah, I think it's a, a wonderful thing to take to take a, either distilled or deionized water, but it's just doing it um, carefully because I, I, I do think it, it, it's not 100% um, the right thing to do, as in, you know, drinking it 100% of the time. I don't think you should do that because I think you are stripping things from out of you that, that you should you know that you, you do need it's not just about the electricity in the food or the energy in the food you know you you are when you when you're eating the, there's different components to that food that are that are beneficial to you like you say we say about protein beneficial to the muscles and you know there's certain parts of food with other parts that you know it's not just cut and dry is it if you see what i'm saying yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not cut and dry. And um, we don't totally understand what's going on with that, especially, you know, water in general. We we don't know what's going on. And I think it's it's important to admit that that we don't know exactly what's going on. We're never going to come to some conclusion of uh exactly what's going on we can only adopt uh useful frameworks for for understanding what is going on and uh there's definitely detrimental uh, frameworks to adopt as well but um i i wanted to bring up you know sort of an epiphany i had while i was you know just a few weeks into doing this raw food fast you know maybe i went three whole months of of being of being raw just drinking juices and tied into the religious aspects of fasting i noticed that i wasn't feeling filled. like i i i would eat enough calories of vegetables and i would feel i would get that you know full stomach feeling but i noticed that from being full on food and and uh and being you know maybe sex or drugs you know though but when you when you starve yourself or when you limit yourself or you know feel from life i really started noticing that i need to get fulfillment out of my life outside of of food and drugs and sex and uh i had you know without without uh fasting i would have never realized that i was you know living a a uh, mpc life of just getting fulfilled by by the uh material nature of the world and that there you know there was something in me that was became apparent that needed to be fulfilled you know you can only fulfill those those things through responsibility on in your action out of your life to realize and notice that of my life and that there was much more to this realm to feel full on do you uh that, do you a, get where i'm coming from with that i do that's a, a that's a, a fantastic analogy really that, that what you kind of saying there is is that there's um, a spiritual side to this place and there really is a, a spiritual side to the earth that uh, i think has been the wool has been pulled over everybody's eyes about this and what you're talking about being lost in the material with your foods and and everything else and you know gorging and binging on on material things as you say like um, sex and whatever else drugs and and food is obviously the number one biggest thing <laughs> that people gorge on so yeah the, the the spiritual aspect of this side um 
again, but that plays, I think that food is spiritual as well. I think it, it, it's, it's all part and parcel of the same thing. And it's just, uh, I think this thing with the, the electricity in the food, Hilary, you are, you are so barking up the right tree. You really are. It's, uh, I think you're really, uh, hitting on the right thing. And, and what amazes me about, uh, what, to say our little community here on the discord servers and whatever is is that there's there's a synergy going on all the time between people's thoughts and it all seems to come together uh all the time so you know everything you you're saying everything you're talking about it, it's all playing in hand in hand with everything i've learned myself and and you know coming to 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 the same similar conclusions as yourself through a different way so it it's incredible yeah. i would say though just rolling it back to something you mentioned calories and i have to say that calories are in fact a hoax without doubt there is no way if you look into how calories are determined in food uh, which by the way most food manufacturers today i uh, will just use a sliding scale by the way but if you look into how it was originally done um, you will see the correlation how there is a correlation between the energy in the food you eat and the calorie it, it is really is a hoax <laughs> it really isn't you need to take a look into that yourself if if you if you're obviously interested in that but i can tell you it's absolute nonsense it really is so uh, <laughs> i'll leave that one there yeah it really is and um before we you know, start to wrap up uh, this call. I thought uh, it'd be nice to touch on the uh, the black pill, white pill nature of this subject because when I first learned about it, it was it was very full on. I was I, I was worried about my and their health, and you know, it's so obvious that my family members are 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 hurting themselves all the time you know and, and that i've been hurting myself all the time and that it comes with this incredible responsibility to to take care of yourself and um just the the difficulty of, of getting healthy being self-disciplined it's really it's a difficult thing because it's a it's a dark world out there. People, people are not healthy, and we inherit our our health from our parents, and they inherit their health from their parents. Their parents are gen like generationally, our diets have been just getting worse and worse. You know, for the past years and you know i'm the product my parents poor lifestyle they're the, the product of their parents poor lifestyle and whatever we're passing on if they're genes or whatever you want to call it we're not at a good state right now you know people are born unhealthy and to take on the responsibility i'm gonna fix my health i'm gonna fix my genes because that's you know a big theory in this whole thing is that we can fix ourselves. We can fix our genes through detoxification and rebuilding with the right nutrients. If we're gonna, you know, own up to that, it's pretty full on. And there's uh, there's really nothing you can do to to help your friends or family. They are they are completely on the journey by themselves as well. So I think that uh this subject is is not explored in the alternative conspiracy truth realm as much as i would think it is i mean it makes perfect sense because it comes with this this full-on responsibility and people you know except the for the rare the rare soul out there that's in the the act realm to honestly explore this realm and figure out what's going on in their life. This subject just gets skipped right over. And, uh, and yeah, I think it's, 
I think it's because of uh, that black pill nature of the subject. That, that's uh, that's in quite profound, isn't it, Hilary? I'd sum up, you know, in the media, we always hear one word being bandied about all the time, and it covers covers every area of what you want to call it, expertise, every, every area of your life, and that word is progress. We're told that we're making progress. Our civilization has had so much progress, whether that's with you know science technology everything else is all progress and for me i think the very thing that they tell that we're told that um, people used to live much shorter lives than they do today i think you can turn that progress around the other way around and i think we've we've been having some kind of devolution of man we've had we've been suffering a devolution and this uh, there has been no progress and it's only through people like yourself and, and that you know with with the um, noticing these things about working things out about your diet and of course you're right you can't pass this information on to maybe the same generation as you or your older generations without some big hardship but what you can do is you can do it you can learn everything you can for yourself so you know you know what's best for you but then you can also pass that on to your children so if you have children or have children in the future you can give them this knowledge you can give them the other side of the coin to what they're being you know told about when they're at school when they're watching the telly and everything else so it's it's all uh slowly but surely things things can change and um i, I think uh that giving that kind of information to your children and also obviously obviously if you have children and, and you're feeding the children you're going to be a little bit biased aren't you to being giving them the what you think is the is the correct thing and if you've been doing this work and and can work out you know what's going on and what what's needed to to be done then you can pass that on so yeah, for me that that's uh very important so there you go yeah yeah I'd also say it is just as important to to fix ourselves before we have children to fix our own bodies before we have children so we can pass on give them you know the best chance big part of it is the mother's health and also the father's health at conception so it's not enough to to conceive be like oh shit I need to feed this baby correctly through my diet as a pregnant woman and as breastfeeding, you know, what that, what I feed. if you are healthy when you're conceiving this child, it's, it's definitely not for the faint of heart. And uh, yeah. So I think, I think we did a really good job going over this topic of fasting and foods. I think we're really, really touched on, all like all aspects of this this topic of health uh, hour, and um, I think we could revisit uh, these topics and dive so much deeper down the rabbit hole to start talking about because I know my habits, and that's really what I want to do. I want to start changing my own own habits and actually be be more responsible. And I think this is. So I really appreciate you uh, coming on the call. Everybody should check out TNGBreakingReality.com. Take No Gnosis has been doing some phenomenal work over there. If you're not already familiar with him and, and his work, uh, he he really is uh, breaking reality. And uh, I hope we can uh, keep breaking it up. So uh, TNG. If you have any any final words, please share them with us. Yeah, I'd just uh, certainly like to say thank you for the opportunity, Hilly. I certainly would like to come back uh, again. Uh, it would be absolutely fantastic. The, this is something that's really should, you know, food is close to everybody's heart and it really should be. And obviously the health, everybody's health is, you know, is, 
if that's not important to you, then (laughs) what does that say about somebody? It's ridiculous. Um, But what I would like to just uh, close off on from my side is, Hilary, you yourself, uh, I think you're an absolute inspiration, mate. I really do. Um, You're, you know, you've mentioned in the past, uh, you know, you have a goal, you want to own your own land, produce your own food. Um, The work you do in your own day-to-day life is it is all completely inspirational to us all and uh, to me um, at least uh, trying to make some steps of returning back to nature uh, is very important for humanity without doubt it really is and you my friend encapsulate everything uh, that uh, is good about you know this is this is you're, you're kind of putting a bit bit of a target there for a lot of us who uh, you know, just don't uh, even put any kind of thought on their health and their, the food that they're in, eating is absolutely crazy. So thanks ever so much for having me on. Really enjoyed it, and I really look forward to uh, hearing more of your podcast, Silly, and I'll certainly come and join you whenever I can. Thank you. Really appreciate your kind words. And, yeah, this has been a, a terrific call. Hopefully I can clean it up well and in post-production and we'll see see how difficult that is but for the first of december 2019 permaculture hill signing off do you want to chat do you you want to stop it now (laughs) 